Hello, Governor. Shout out to our fan club on Planet Jul. Oh, what, 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 what is this? Glee, 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 uh, Planet Glee, Glee is the 581C. Okay. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. <laughs> and welcome to Hello Governor's year-end review for 2017. I'm Abdullah, and with me as always is Tom. Hi. And uh, it's been it's been a crazy, crazy year, wouldn't you say so, Tom? Yeah, I would say it's been a bit of a crazy one. Up, down, left, right, you name it, it's probably happened. <laughs> Boy, where to start? Where do you want to start, dude? Because we, we got a lot of weird shit to ha- that happened this year, and, and it's kind of hard to, to narrow it down to just, like, one thing. Um, well, okay, for me, I'm a huge Sonic the Hedgehog fan. I'm just going to mention this quickly for video game-wise. We have arguably got one of the best Sonic games come out forever this year and then Sega slash Sonic team bring out Sonic Forces a few months after it you know <laughs> that, that that's a joke within itself um, it's been a very interesting year especially for the media side of things I would say for entertainment oh I, I we got a lot to yeah. funny you should say that because our first um, our first topic is this year for Hollywood has been complete shit because it's just been reported that this year has been their worst year at the box office as the box office fell down to a, th- a, a three-year low for them. And I think looking back at that net looking – and it doesn't surprise me because this year out of every other year that we've had, we've been saturated with big budget uh, movies this year. Like so many – Hollywood studios came in and just threw their threw their hats in the ring this year and said to themselves – we want to create the next franchise, the next big thing, and 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 because of that, the market got saturated, and people just didn't go to see these movies because they they were they're smart enough to see past the bullshit. Yeah, I would totally agree with that. Um, the biggest, most recent example, I would say, during times of recording, happened Star Wars: the Last Jedi. Have you seen the drop on that film? Oh, it didn't it's... even it didn't even make as much money as the Force Awakens did on day one. I I call I've been saying that from day one. I said it's not going to make as much money. Basically. I think people got too burnt by Rogue One, to be honest. They were like, okay, these Star Wars films are not going to be as good as everyone thinks they're gonna, going to be. And I think the reason why Force Awakens made so much money because it's the first Star Wars film in nearly over 10 years. And Rogue One, basically everyone thought, okay, it's something different. We're getting, we're getting a prequel film that is going to explain how the original Death Star came around. Everyone wanted to see that story. It made money, but then it got bad reviews. And... Yeah, I, I think that's one example I would say that did really bad at the box office. If you, there's a handful of others as well, like uh, what's well, it? Well, pick, pick your Spy- pick your failing fran- franchise, dude. We got Power Rangers, we got The Mummy, we got Baywatch, yeah. we got Blade yeah. Runner. <laughs> I mean, even films that did well at the box office did not make um, giant excess. Like, one of them did well at the box office, but not as well as they wanted it to. Um, Spider-Man Homecoming was another one they expected to make a lot, a lot of money at the box office. But that, I'm not, I'm not saying these films underperform. I'm just saying they're not, they didn't reach, didn't ideally reach the target goals they want them to reach. You know, Mar- Marvel, Marvel released three films this year: Spider-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Thor. And out of Thor- the- out of the 
out of the three of them, Thor was the one that broke even. Yeah, Thor was the because basically when we talk about breaking even, we're just not talking about the film budget. We also are taking into account the marketing, the PR campaign, everything else that go into account. Thor is the one that probably made money for Marvel, while the other ones I would say not made large amount of money for them, but broke even for them. Yeah, and and you, and, you know. and and that's sad because it shows you that this, people are getting tired of the superhero genre. They really are. And again, this is not me talking about the quality of the films. This is me just like judging judging the box office performance. And I think the reason why the box office performance this year has been so low is because so many studios came in and just threw everything at people and people were just like, give us time to breathe, okay? <laughs> Plus also, I think the other thing that has probably harmed cinema as well, because give you an idea, right? I went, I've been to cinema very, very limited this year because have you noticed ticket prices are going up again? They've gone up twice this year. Basically, they've gone up when I went to see Wonder Woman. Basically, they went up when I, they went up when I went to see Wonder Woman. And most recently, when I went to see The Disaster Artist back a few weeks ago, um, the ticket price has gone up again. They keep raising prices in the tickets. That's one of the, what I mean, if you want to see a film here now in the UK, you have to pay between 13 pounds to 15 pounds now for a single adult ticket that's way too much you know yeah. back back when i was a kid it, would, it was like what five pounds when we went to the theater in, in the uk like yeah. five, five to ten maybe I mean, I don't mind paying ten dollars for a ticket. I don't mind paying ten dollars. Uh, no, no, ten ten pounds for a ticket. I don't mind paying ten pounds. But I remember the days when I only paid like seven pounds something or eight pounds something for a ticket. Yeah, because I remember you know uh, me and my cousin, uh, we went to see Matrix Reloaded and at the cinema, and it was like what six pounds each. Yeah, I mean back back in the day, it was really cheap. It wasn't really that expensive to go to cinema, literally. You basically, like, I don't know, you get less than a tenner, you get in, and then, yeah, and then you can buy something with it. And it wasn't that bad. But now they're trying to do extortionary rates, and it's a bit ridiculous. It's one, I think that is one of the main factors why some films are not being, made, being making money. I know this has been a problem globally. Like, I speak to people who are in the U.S., and they say that ticket prices have been increased. I can imagine where you are, ticket prices probably increased as well. Yeah, because, and, and now they're doing, like, deals where it's like, for a limited time only, get, get, get this, get this. <laughs> Uh, buy a ticket now and you could get gut for half price and I'm like that's not that's not very encouraging like why why do we why why make these to give you an idea of how bad this is they they're they're basically trying to sell us tickets on weekday on on weekdays weekdays and non-peak time have you had that problem like you basically yeah. go to a non-peak yeah, yeah. They, they've been doing that here same in the UK yeah, to give you an idea of how bad this has gotten, like, it's it's like they're trying to sell us tickets on weekdays, and I'm like, shouldn't you be promoting this on weekends when people want to see movies, you know? Yeah, they argue, was it the two biggest, was it the two biggest screaming days for, for, for cinemas are normally Friday, um, Friday after, um, late afternoon and evenings, and Saturday all day and then um i would say early sunday it's just i i don't get the idea behind it and then you have 3d movies which are just like forget it if my um see a film with my mates and basically said oh no no we gotta go and sit in 3d or imax i'm like no we don't yeah but it's you know? not it's not worth it i'm sorry it's not worth it's not worth paying that that that, that amount of money it really yeah. isn't and i'm and sorry and i'm sorry for anyone who thinks who thinks that it is because i've seen star wars uh the for, for uh, force awakens in 3d and it's wasn't worth it. Was yeah, I mean, not I was, worth it. 
No, I mean, I saw Guy of the Galaxy twice in theatres this year, and basically I saw it, what was it? I saw it the first time in 3D, and then I saw it the second time in regular old 2D screaming, and basically the IMAX screen I saw was in an IMAX screen, and the short end of the straw of it is when I was sitting there watching it, the only bit I thought the 3D looked really impressive is the opening sequence when you see group dancing, and that's it. The rest of it, I, I was like, yeah, I'm not impressed with it. And the thing I don't like about when it comes to 3D in general, it makes anything look darker. Oh, God, yeah, the nighttime scenes in, in, in Force Awakens were terrible to watch in 3D. I mean, I didn't see Force Awakens in 3D. I mean, I, anytime I go and see a film now, I just avoid going to, to a um, 3D screening of it. And I may, basically, if I go and see a film that I know I'm going to enjoy, I might splash out and get an IMAX ticket. But the problem with the IMAX tickets now, the IMAX tickets have got a lot more expensive because they bumped their rates up. Like I think IMAX sticks in the UK is almost twenty, um, almost twenty quid now. That's way too much. Yeah, and this this is the thing I don't like about when it comes to this whole system is that, um, especially with Odeon, Odeon has this system right when you essentially pay this monthly contract, which you have to uphold it for a year, right? Mm-hmm. You have to pay what is it? I think you have to pay like seventeen pounds ninety nine per month, right? Mm-hmm. And you get to see as many films as you want for the whole time month. Right? You think that's okay, that's good. But the problem is, is that if you want to break that contract, you have to be within that contract at least for a year. Which I don't agree with. And and that's how they get you. They get you to sign a contract yeah. and if you want to leave, you can't. Yeah. You, ju- you just can't because they're like, okay... You can't leave because it's in the fine print and, you know, you still have to wait it out until it's over. Which I personally, I don't, I don't like that at all. I, I mean, two of my friends are on it at the moment and I can kind of see why they're on it because I'm not going to lie, they go to a cinema a lot. But the problem is, is that the only way you can break that contract if you pay all of it up front in one go and that's like spending over 200 quid. That, that's bullshit. You should yeah. not. You should not do that. You should not ever go to a movie theater and plug down that much money. Yeah, because my my argument towards it. Okay, what happened if, if it's a shit year of Hollywood films? Like you remember that one year when was it Pirate Caribbean three came out? You remember all the films that came out were that year were sequels. Oh, you mean ten years ago? <laughs> yeah, I know. But what happened if you get a year like that? Or about or, or, or this year, where everything is just like a franchise name. There's barely any yeah. original movies. And if you do want to see a limited original film, it's either get a limited release or it gets a limited run. Like the, like, like, for, the, like the Disaster Artist. I kind of want to see that, but it's not playing here. So I'm waiting yeah. for a rip for that. <laughs> what I mean? The, what I mean? Was the first week of it basically had like multiple screaming. The only the second week they only showed it at um, 11 p.m. at night. The only way I managed to see it was because I went to a movie theater up up in central London, which was called the Prince Charles Cinema, which is an independent cinema that actually showed the film after the original screaming times. And that's kind of the problem. It's like you have to realize that. Another problem with the UK is that not all the, not all theaters play the same movies. So if you want to oh. watch a specific movie and they're not playing it at a certain theater, then you get to eat shit. <laughs> well, this will mean when you living here in the UK, unless your cinema have, I would say, less than ten screens, 
you only get selected films in that area. But I'm lucky. I'm near a cinema that have, and it's not within central London, by the way, keep that in mind, that has over 14 screens. And that's including an IMAX screen. So I have a quite large selection of films to choose from. But it's still a nightmare because, let's say I want to see this limited run film, it might not come to my cinema because they might only select certain cinemas to it to be in. Yeah, that was a, that was the thing I really hated about Odeon back when we went to the UK, where it's like, I want to watch this specific movie. Which theater is it playing as? Is is it playing at? Oh, the theater in bumfuck nowhere. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that sounds that that, that sounds like Odeon. I mean that that because it's true because like okay I want to watch this movie oh they're not playing it at the local theater next to us but they're playing it at at like a theater in a fucking mall somewhere you know? sounds about right <laughs> it's just sounds about right it's just so stupid it's like why like you you're the biggest major film distributor in the UK and you're telling me you can't. Play all the big budget movies in one place. Come on. It is annoying. It is really, really annoying. It's like, because we had to, we had to like take the fucking uh, public transport just to see, what was it? Uh, Matrix. Because it was like playing like a a really far away theater that we just uh, wasn't in our area at the time. Oh, I didn't. Mm. Interesting. It was like, it wasn't, because it was like early screening, it was like, you know, it just released and, 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 and uh, we didn't, um, I forgot, I forgot where we were staying at, but it was like a really small apartment at the time we were, we rented out an apartment back then and, and yeah, it was a long story. <laughs> it wasn't in the city, like it was like a, you know, downtown apartment, so we had to take the bus and. Go to the theater. Fun times. Yeah. <laughs> and and bef- even before the movie started, we had to sit sit through fucking uh, phone shilling adverts because those are fun. Yeah, and yeah, we it's 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 now a bunch of meerkats. And and I, no, think, yeah. and I think for next year, like I'm just gonna just wrap this up real quick. I think for next year, Hollywood needs to, to look at itself and say to and say, we need to stop oversaturating the market with big budget movies, because we did that this year and we paid the price for it. Like so many franchise, yeah, yeah. so many franchises died this year before they even got started. So many of them died because they they underperformed and. Because the studios thought that people were just going to see them on based on brand recognition alone. And that's not how movies work. People go to see movies because they're interested in, in seeing a movie. They don't go see a yeah. movie because you slap a name, uh, you slap a, a brand name on it or a big budget uh, TV star on it, you know? Oh, yeah, I would totally agree with that. And, and it's just. Uh, it's just it is what it is, and I think Hollywood needs to it's, it it needs to really reconsider its uh, marketing and uh, strategies for next year. Because if this continues, then th- those numbers are still going to go down, and yeah. it's not I mean, going to improve. 
I mean, the one film I know it's going to make its money back, no matter what, is going to be the Avengers Infinity War. That's going to make its money, no guarantee what's going to happen. The first part, anyway, will. I think know? I think that's the only movie I think is going to make its money back next year. <laughs> I that's the only film I can think I can guarantee will make it money. I think that will be the equivalent of what that will be the equivalent of. I would say Avatar was for science fiction film to what that film will do for Marvel film and comic book films, money-wise. And I think uh, Black Panther is just going to be... It's just going to... It's just going to... It's going to do well, but I don't think it's going to do as well as they had hoped it will It will do. I don't think it's going to do as well as I think it's going to do, but I think it will make... It will make its money back end plus more. I think it will have the same effect as, like, Ant-Man has, because Ant-Man actually did make money for them. Because it was a film that they were not expecting to make money that a lot of money but it did make a lot of money for them no, I'm not saying like it made like tons and tons of money but it has made back its money and more money on top of that for that film you it's know? the same, same thing with Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange like they just released it like in like uh, middle of the year last year and they didn't really have much hopes for it but it did well for them yeah, I think it's going to be in the same category Doctor Strange and Ant-Man it's going to be around that sort of area for I would say for being received and also um, money-wise, you know, like it's not going to make insane amount of money, but it is going to make money for them. Yeah, and uh, and speaking of Hollywood, we're not done yet because this year oh, is, al- is also going to be memorable for the year that nobody could keep could keep it in their pants. Oh shit! I got a wine stain on the floor here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like, where where do I even start with this? Like, Hollywood, Jesus Christ, guys, keep it in your goddamn fucking pants, okay? <laughs> it's all for the wrong reason. Oh, my God. This, I mean, I, I thought the, was it, the, um, oh, God, who was that black actor that had sex with all those women? Which one? <laughs> um, he was in the Naked Gun films. Oh, Bill Cosby. Oh, oh. No, 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 no! You're thinking of OJ. OJ well, OJ's it. Uh, oh. OJ's as bad, but still. But... <sighs> anyway, um, casual yeah, racism. <laughs> right, Bill Cosby. I thought he was bad, but Jesus Christ, Harley, Harvey Weinstein takes the fucking cake. I just, I, I'm just like, it's amazing because after that broke, so many people came forward. Like, yeah. there was this entire underground of sleazy shit that's been going on that we didn't even know about. But people, but people came forward because they finally realized that, oh shit, you know, Weinstein's finally been exposed. He's no longer untouchable. And so yeah. many people came forward with stories about sexual abuse and harassment. And it's just. What's. Was it Gwyneth Paltrow that came first, came out first and said something? I don't remember who it was, quite honestly. The it was her and Angelo Jolie was the earliest were the earliest two I can remember that came out and said something about him this year. I, I don't want to say they're the first, but those are the two earliest ones I remember that came out and said said that they had sex, they were had sexual allegations against. 
Harvey Weinstein. I, I just I just think it's I think the one that really pissed me off the most and and I think shocked everyone was the Kevin Spacey thing. Yeah, I would say that. Cuz quite honestly, hands down, the person I lost the most respect for this year hands down is Spacey. He was a piece like he took advantage of a fucking 14-year-old and said, "Oh well, you know, uh I I'm gay, so it's okay. It makes it okay, guys." It's going to be hard to go back and watch films with him in now. The problem with Kevin Spacey, he's in a lot of stuff. And did you hear about that one film he was meant to be in and they reshot every single scene with him because they didn't want him in the film? Oh, that was a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. It's just Netflix. To give you an example of how bad this was, Netflix pretty much terminated him on the spot. Oh, yeah, they did. And they said they were going to go forward and was it do the final series of House of Cards, which they I think they were in the midst of filming anyway, weren't they? I mean, they they filmed them in a, a year in advance anyway, so all the footage was probably completed by then. But apparently, they I remember when the news came out, they no, they actually had to stop filming for for about a fortnight because of the whole incident. And then when they got back to filming, they had to stop for another week because another allegation case came out about Kevin Spacey. I, I because it's just I mean. I, I I think the problem is is like these th- wouldn't be so bad if if the apologies weren't so nothing. Like yeah, I know oh, I I know I did something fucked up, but oh well. <laughs> oh my god, I think like I and I'm sorry. Like saying like you're part of the problem and you you think that people who came out are brave and you took it in for taking advantage <sighs> of them is just really fucked up. Yeah. Like, here's an idea. Don't say anything. Don't. Because anything you say will make it fucking worse. Yeah. Just well, I mean, just go radio silent, and that's it. Yeah. And just let the what courts it? Handled it, handle it. What is it? I know, what is it? Um, with Kevin Spacey, there was supposed to be a film that meant to come out. I think it was called Gaul. Have you heard about this? Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, I think it was a... Was it a Netflix movie? I think it yeah, was. Yeah, it was a Netflix film that was supposed, was supposed to be releasing back in November this year. And it was in post-production, but then the sexual allegation came out against Spacey as a result. Um, Netflix, as the company, has decided not to release the film. And I don't blame them for that. Yeah, I don't blame them for that one little bit. But I do feel bad for everyone else who put their hard work and effort into the film to make it, you know? And I, and I want to make one thing clear as well. To the people who are just, like, demonizing these celebrities' friends, saying they knew everything but they didn't say any, nothing, fuck you. No, no, seriously, fuck you, because how how, how would they know? How would they fucking know all the CD shit that they've been doing, you know, for all that time? Especially yeah. with Weinstein. Especially with Weinstein. He's friends with a lot of fucking people. Do you really think Quentin Tarantino knew about this shit when he was, like, getting him to finance his movies? Fuck no. Yeah. Do you think Meryl Streep knew? Fuck no. Because... Cause, cause here's the thing: how it works with Hollywood. Here's how it works with every every entertainment industry. Period. If you're gonna do sleazy shit, it's always behind the scenes, or it's always at a party, or, 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 or at like a a public event that that you know people are just not are just gonna pay attention to something else, like you know, smoke screen that shit. Basically, have them pay attention to one thing while doing another thing. And yeah. I don't think that they, that any of the any any of their friends knew about this, or anyone who worked on the production team knew about this or anything. I mean, how how were they supposed to know, huh? Like, how were they terrible people for inviting these 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 celebrities on as guests on their shows when they didn't know what they were doing? Like, it's just, it's so it blows my mind how they just 
people just assume that 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 everyone that that just because you're friends with someone you automatically know everything about that person no even even like even i mean i'll admit even i keep some private stuff uh, away from people i mean even from friends and that's not that's not me saying oh i got something to hide i just think that people need to have some sort of privacy with 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 their lives i'm sorry i think that for me, um, there's, there's, there should people have should have a level of privacy, but I'm not using, I'm not saying that as an excuse to, for what they did. But at the same time, if the if any of these people did know about the shit that that, that was going on and they didn't speak uh, out of fear or something like that, then that's understandable. But if they knew and and they didn't speak because they did, they didn't want to ruin their own careers for speaking out. Then they're pieces of shit as well, and and I yeah. and I don't think anyone comes out of this looking well. I really don't 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 think so. Yeah. And Hollywood seriously needs to reconsider um, its its entire lifestyle in in twenty eighteen because this shit fucking ruined pretty much ruined uh, people's perception of these care of of these people now. Like it to me, to give, to give you an idea about it, the reason I mentioned Spacey is because American Beauty is my all-time favorite movie of all time, and I can't watch that anymore. I really can't, knowing how much of a fucking monster Spacey really is as a person. Like there comes a point where you cannot separate the the artist from their work anymore. You just can't. That's, for instance, was it when you go back, and for me, I find it very, very awkward to watch ne- the Naked Gun films with O.J. Simpson's in it. And because if you know the person, what they've done outside of it, it's going to be, it's again, like Bill, Bill Cosby. It's like, who's going to go back and watch the Cosby show? Who's going to do the reruns of those? No, no one. No one's going to watch that ever again and be like, well, you know what? That was a good show. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Especially, especially, especially like with the OJ documentary. Have you seen the OJ documentary that they released? I have not. Yeah, you, no. you should. You should watch it. OJ Made in America. It's fucking disturbing, but it's a, it's a, it's a worthy watch to see how far, how far someone can go up in fame and fall in this in the span of an eye, in, in the in the snap of a fingers. You know, it's. It's very powerful. I, I, I recommend everyone should watch that OJ Made in America. It is a powerful documentary and I think and I think like that's another thing we need to as a public, we need to look back on ourselves and, and not and realize that celebrities are people too and they can be just as monstrous as the as the as the fictional characters they play sometimes. And that's kind of Sad truth. Yeah, and 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 just because you tweet some a celebrity now and then or or respond to their Facebook posts doesn't mean you know them. Stop pretending you do, and, and stop pretending that just because what you see on Twitter or, or social media that that's what the, that person is like all the time. Because chances are they could be guilty of the same shit Weinstein's doing. You know, who knows? Like some people hide it, but well, some people don't. And the fact that it took this long for the for 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 all the people to speak up about Weinstein just goes to show you how fucking scary Hollywood is. 
Yeah. I mean, this, the same could be said with um, back back quite a few years um, back a few years ago here in the UK. We had this whole thing with Mac, Mac, Max Clifford. You remember that when all that stuff came out about Mac, Max Clifford? Or Jimmy Savile, that's the best example. Jimmy Savile, yeah, that's another one. You, you, you know, we, we've been through it before. Like, when I saw this was happening with Kevin Spacey and Harvey Weinstein, it reminded me of Max Clifford and Jimmy Savile. Hugely remind me of it. And I think that's that's what we need to... My message to people right now is like... I'm not saying demonize all everyone in Hollywood because that's dumb. I, I The people who are doing that are missing the fucking point. Don't demonize everyone. Don't... Don't assume that everyone is has a dark secret because some people might not. But at the same time, don't let your guard down. If you think, if you think that someone, and 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 when and when news does break out that someone did something wrong or, or um, or or, or um, or, or did something unthinkable. Then it's really up to you if, to decide if you can separate the artist from the art. You know, it's all—it's up to you. I—I I personally can't. I, I personally cannot. I mean, some cases, yeah, I can, but at, at the same time, I really can't. Like I said with Spacey, I cannot watch American Beauty anymore because I know how much of a fucking monster he is now. I just can't. And that's my advice to people: is like. You can enjoy celebrities' work, but don't put them on a pedestal and act like they're perfect, because they're not. Sad truth. And that's all I gotta say about that. And, um, moving on to something funny, I know that we said we wouldn't talk about wrestling, but I I just... (laughs) This this made me laugh, dude. Um... Impact survived another year this year, but by they're they they become a Canadian company now. They've relocated to Canada. Oh wow! <laughs> Seriously, are they? <laughs> you knew it was bad when Jeffrey Owen came back, and he was only, he wasn't even there for a year, and he books it immediately. Oh no no! Uh, J- Jared um, showed up drunk at like a um, uh, what was it a AAA event in Mexico and got fired <laughs> the next day. Uh, why why why? Well, he brought out the company, but why? And then they got he got terminated and went to rehab, and and now he's like you know, now he's just fucked off back home, and and then he had the whole them being brought up by another company and, and now they're just like saying fuck it we're ro- we're, li- we're relocated to Canada now because it's cheaper, us, cheaper for us to operate out of there seriously Vince McMahon just buy the fucking company already they, they tried but they couldn't someone else beat them to it <laughs> they just need to buy it <laughs> they seriously just need to buy it <laughs> just put it out of misery <laughs> I've, I've never, never in my days I would actually say Buy a fucking company and put it out of misery. TNA has officially been in business longer than WCW. Let that fucking oh sink my. in. Kill it. Just fucking kill it. <laughs> I, I felt bad when TNA closed down. 
No, no, I feel bad when WCW closed down. I do not feel bad about TNA one little bit at this point. They've screwed over so many people. They have just destroyed relationships, friendships, business deals, um, financial agreements, court lawsuits, careers. You name it, they probably wrecked it in some sort of way or fashion. Like, I mentioned relationships. Again, that destroyed... That company destroyed Kurt Angle inside out, mentally and physically. Oh, you mean like basically to telling him you can take as much painkillers as we want as you want, we won't find you? Yeah, and also basically Jeff Jarrett having sex with his wife and then making it to a storyline. <laughs> and then and then she get remarried and he still works work works for the exact same company. Or better yet, let's bring Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan. And make Hulk Hogan the next big thing, and then left let's let let's let Jeff Hardy get intoxicated and so bad that basically he's no longer allowed to wrestle outside the United States. Yep. Good going, good going. I mean, the, the one thing you've done good in the last few years was the was Broken Matt and and Neo Jeff. That's the only thing you've done good in the last few years. And they and let and then and then they fucked that up by by um yeah. by letting those those two idiots walk. <laughs> yeah, and they're getting paid more money to WWE, and now they're allowed to do that bro- that broken mat and brother Nero stick at WWE now finally because they won the lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so um, TNA, please die. Please die. <laughs> it's a dark, dark day when you're wishing for something to die. <laughs> it's like, no, no, we got more Abyss matches, please, for the love of God. It's, 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 it's almost 2018. Who the fuck wants to see Abyss wrestle <laughs> in gimmick matches? How bad is it, basically, the equivalent of TNA at the moment? It's basically... Someone essentially on their deathbed, and they just refuse to die. And basically, you you have that one person that comes in a room with a pillow and just slowly needs to put it over their face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why. I'm just picturing like someone in their deathbed. Now it's the TNA logo, and basically someone need to come in and just smother it. I just imagine seeing Vince McMahon. Okay. Um, spoiler alert for um, the TV show I Zombie. Everybody, uh, just tune out if you have not seen the show or have no context for this. But you remember that scene in iZombie where, um, uh, what was, what's his face, uh, Blaine, uh, smothers his grandfather to death? <laughs> yes, I know. I've watched it, yeah. I want someone to take that scene and just replace Blaine with Vince McMahon and, and his grandfather with TNA. <laughs> Brilliant. Perfect. Genius. Love it. It's like, it. I love you, Grandpa, and then he just, like, smothers <laughs> That's terrible, but that's extremely funny. <laughs> I love you, Dixie. I love you. And that's why I'm doing this. It's funny that Dixie Carton and also Vince Russo has done WWE Network stuff for WWE already. <laughs> <laughs> they pretty much jumped ship. They're like, yeah, there's no hope for this fucking company. We're done. <laughs> We're done. Yeah, they're like, well, we can't show any TNA footage. What can we get? 
Well, Vin Russo and Dixie Carter need a paycheck. Fuck them, get in here. Get them in here for the day. Film as much as you can and give them their paycheck. <laughs> that, that's what I love about, about Russo. It's like, no matter how much shit he talks about WWE or, or whatever company, that motherfucker will follow the money. Yeah, you, you give him a paycheck, he will do. He will do most stuff. Again, he's one of these guys. It's really... Okay, right. Vince Rosso, he's a dick, but he seems like one of these dicks that when you see him talk in some points, you're like, okay, he doesn't seem that bad, but then he comes out with some stuff, and you're just like, what did he just say? Like, it's like, well, what? I was booking the the thing, dude. It's like, uh, I was doing this, man, and, 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 and I think that they should have done this, man, and it's just like, what the fuck are you even on about? <laughs> and he says, like, bro, bro. It, this is how it's going to go down. It's just so weird listening to him because he's like talking about gimmicks and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, I kind of see where he's going. But then he just like goes on a fucking tangent about stuff that's not related. And I'm like, what are you even talking about anymore? He, he lives in the UK now. You know that. Does he do tours? Probably I think should. he does. <laughs> I think he does. I think he does do talks. I, I know he's still doing his podcast, and I know he lives here in the UK officially. It's kind of weird. Cause I, know, I, I know, I know he does a podcast, and I know he's like working at a, for a fucking dirt sheet site now. So yeah, to be fair, he's, he's probably getting 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 quite a bit quite a bit of money from the dirt sheet website. I can understand why they can hire him. I know. I think he works for Wrestling Incorporated, which is a terrible uh, wrestling dirt sheet site. To be fair, it's like, I can understand why they hire him, because he has been around the business for so long, and if you want him to talk anything old school related, or, yeah, he's a recognizable name and slash brand name. People will know who he is when you put his name on something. Um, If you watch wrestling long long enough, you know. Anyway, uh, moving on to the other parts of weird weird shit that happened in 2016, uh, 2017. Um, God, what was it? Oh yeah, Rick and Morty fans have become the next Steven Universe fans. Oh my god, why, 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 why? It's- <laughs> I'm not ending this year without without me shitting on the Rick and Morty fan base. You goddamn well know that. <laughs> yeah, I know, but still at the same time, I'm like, out of all the fan bases I thought were going to shit the bed this year, my Rick and Morty would not have been in my top five. Like, I, I mean, I, I mean, look, I've been to the Rick and Morty subreddit. I love the shit posting there. It's funny. I'm sorry. I know it's juvenile. I know it's dumb, but it's funny. That's You're part of the my... problem. <laughs> <laughs> You're part of the problem. You're part of the problem, man. Continue. No, but I mean, that's fine. Like, I understand, like, going to a, to a Rick and Morty place and just, like, talking about the show or jokes or whatever. That's fine. But when you when you go to a fucking McDonald's restaurant and start running around screaming on Pickle Rick at the counter, yeah. I mean, I had a mate of mine who lives in Chicago, right? Apparently, he went past McDonald's on the day when um, when they were doing the Szechuan sauce stuff, right? Apparently, he went past it twice. He went past it to go somewhere and on the way back, right? When he was there... They had people from McDonald's outside with a megaphone basically telling people, don't come in if you're here for the accessory on shores. We don't have it. And then they started playing Rage Against the Machine on loudspeakers right at the McDonald's restaurant. 
can't believe I call me at a fucking restaurant, but still, playing Rage Against the Machine. By the time he was coming back to where he was, there were a ton of police officers in cop cars outside the place arresting people. <laughs> <laughs> I shit you not. Again, this, this is in Chicago. I wouldn't be surprised. Oh, God, well, Chicago, uh, that place is, oh, boy. <laughs> well, the most whole fine person comes from there, Doug Walker, so there you go. <laughs> He's just like, uh, I'm pretty sure you can see him outside at your local uh, Walmart with a cardboard sign saying, we'll make videos for food. (laughs) (laughs) God, I'm sorry. Just low-hanging fruit, I know, but fuck it. It's been a long year. I'm tired. And I want to just laugh my ass off about silly shit, okay? So, yeah. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> but no, I think it amazes me, like, every year we kind of have to have a fandom that's, that turns to shit. In 2015, we had, like, the Steven Universe fandom and the Undertale fandom. In 2016, we had, what was it? What was popular in 2016? Uh, the Overwatch fandom. They went yep. to shit. And this year it's Rick and Morty, and God knows what next year is gonna it's gonna is gonna bring us. Cause I'm just expecting it now. Like anything that becomes popular now, I'm worried because it's like oh it's gonna create a fan base, and once it creates a fan base, then the fan base is gonna go nuts. And ugh. Yeah, it is one of those things. It's like for instance, um, I started playing a video game called Persona Five, right? Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, I know, right? I only just got around playing it. One of the highest recommended RPGs of this year. Funny that. Long story short, right? Basically, I had a mate of mine who played it for like when it first came out, and he's been playing it non. He basically he's been playing it a lot. Is the best way I can put it. He basically, I, I'm very, I'm not that far into the game. I was speaking to him about it, and oh my god, he was so condescending to me when I when I said, "Oh, what's this?" He went, "Whoa, it's da 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 da." I went, "Mate, yeah." You know those fanboys that, that we normally take to piss out? Yeah. Yeah, you're being one of them at the moment. Well, obviously, you, you, you would have gotten the best equipment if you went to this part of the dungeon, but you didn't, so, yeah. Fucking <laughs> loser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some fan bases, Jesus Christ. And I mean, I can't say much. I'm a fucking Sonic the Hedgehog fan. Just look at the fucking fan base there, Jesus Christ. That, that, that has shut itself. Over ten years ago, I, yeah. Oh God, I still, to this day, I think it's there's nothing more depressing than seeing Jason Griffith getting tagged in horrible Sonic fan art on Facebook. Like I'm like Jesus Christ. Or better, or you you know when it's gotten bad, I would say for the Sonic fan base. I know it was one of the funniest episodes that came out of Sonic Boom, but when they did a whole tie episode. Taking the piss out of Chris Chan Wester and the Sonic fan base. Jesus Christ. I, lo- I love Sonic Boom because it's a show that really does not give a fuck. It knows the Sonic fan base is horrible and it will make fun of them as much as it can. And the fact that, pe- and the fact that, pe- that the Sonic fan base actually gets upset about this is part of the joke because they kind of expected this reaction out of you idiots and you gave it to them. So congrats. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep, again, 
if you want to make Sonic Sonic Boom good, just the fans just keep writing the material for for them. Just do stuff, and they will more likely will take the piss out of it. I mean, we already had jokes about creepy Sonic fan art. Question: Western Chandler, the redesign, the redesigns. Uh, gotta go fast one they took the piss out as well yeah when Sonic got pulled over and for driving too fast and they said to him well I used to say that my condition was uh, gotta go fast but they don't accept, accept that as a medical condition anymore stuff like that it's just it's such a great show and I think but my point is like I think we're at that point where every fan base is going to be horrible now there are no good fan bases, and it's like, gone are the days when you discover something really cool, and then you like, oh, I'm going to go on the internet and try to discuss this with someone who has who shares my interest, and then you get told you're a fucking terrible person for <laughs> for thinking a certain way, or, 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 liking, or liking a game in a series that no one likes, apparently, or whatever. Ugh. No, I mean, I, I always say this about when it comes to fan bases. Like, fan bases are not the problem, it's fandoms. When it turns into a fandom, then the problems start. Why do you, I mean, uh, true story. I used to be, I used to be in the Transformers fandom from 2008 to 2013, and I'm like, I am glad I got out. I am glad I got out. Because oh boy, that 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 fandom has shat itself, and it's 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 on its deathbed now. It's like there's nothing more pathetic than seeing grown ass men in their thirties argue over fucking children's toys on on the internet. I don't know what what more more funny when the fandom imploded when they said they're going to make another trans a fourth Transformer film, or the fact that they John Cena was going to be in a spin off Transformer film that was going to be based on Bumblebee. <laughs> I, I don't know what, what was the funny reaction was. I, I think I, I I mean to me I think it's like it blows my mind how much you go to any Transformers form and you will see people arguing left and right about goddamn toys. Literally about toys about oh if you like this figure then you're a terrible person or if you don't like this figure and you're terrible and if you don't have this then you're not a real fan. It's just like. Guys, they're toys made for children. You can, the fuck out. You can pretend like they're for collectors all you want, but at the end of the day, Hasbro is still a fucking toy company. I'm sorry, you're buying children's toys. Get used to it. <laughs> what is it? Oh, I watched a really good TV show on Netflix the, um, the, over, over the course of Christmas with, uh, my, the, fi- the, uh, with my fiance. The, the, the toys that made us? Yes, I watched that. That was really good. Ah, uh, my favorite episode is the He-Man episode. That was oh, awesome. The oh, the He-Man episode was funny. It's basically, my favorite part was the... Um, my two favorite parts was the bit on who created He-Man. Because basically, they all keep going back and forth. No, they say, no, I'm creating He-Man. No, I created He-Man. It's like, okay then. And then, then the bit about how they made the first model prop for Castle's Skull, And about how the door was too small. Yeah, and, and he may had to lurch down, and they're like, oh, make it bigger. <laughs> yeah, make it, it's like, no, 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 easy. You can put the toy in like this. You can put it in sideways. Be fine. And, I, not, and, I, like, and I like the fact that the entire lore of Masters of the Universe was made up on a whim. Because they, they, they partnered up with a toy store, 
and they said, okay, we'll stock your toys, but how are kids going to know about the, the story about your toys? And they're like, uh, did we mention we have a comic book coming? And we're going to do it with Marvel. <laughs> and and, and it's like, okay. And then they're like, okay, comics are good, but kids don't read comics. Do you got anything else? And he's like, uh, we got a two hour special. <laughs> oh my God. The, literally the way to describe it is basically, we just bullshit our way through, through the interviews. And I love the fact that that guy pretty much admitted, like, when he saw the first episode of the the Filmation series, he was blown away because it's like, wow, all the bullshit we came up with actually made sense. (laughs) Everything, all the bullshit we said, I'm seeing right in front of me. It's there. (laughs) It's like, oh, my God. He-Man was literally made on a blag. Someone blagging their way through, through it, through sell pictures and interviews. <laughs> and I love the fact that in the G.I. Joe episode, they didn't even have Cobra in the original pitch. They were like, okay, who do they fight? Well, we thought we, that they were just going to fight Star Wars. <laughs> and then it was literally, what was it? It wasn't, it was, it was the Marvel team that actually came up with all the bad guys for them. <laughs> Which I didn't know that. I didn't know that. It's like, wait, hang on. It was comic. It was actually Marvel that came up with all their villains. <laughs> okay. And I just and I just and I just love the fact that there's just such a disconnect between Larry Hama and his vision of G.I. Joe where everyone gets killed in the actual television series where no one gets killed. Yeah. He was so disappointed, he's like <sighs> And then and there was the other one. Um, I thought the other one was funny. He said, Yeah, we ran out of money at one point, so Snake Eyes had to miss all its colouring. So we just painted him black. <laughs> But surprisingly, it was the best-selling toy. God, it was just—it's—it's it's such a—it's such a funny series. I think, hands down, I, the most informative episode is the Star Wars one, but the funniest two episodes are the He-Man and GI Joe ones. Those yeah, are, they were. Those are easily the two funniest episodes. <laughs> I watched the Barbie one with my fiance. And oh, that she, was that she, was interesting. I did not know any of that Barbie history. I'm like, wow, no. I I will never look at Barbie the same way again now. <laughs> like, like, what was it? Like, I didn't. What was it my fiance? Because I knew was it. I knew the origin of Barbie was she originally was based on a German sex doll as a joke toy to give to other men and to give to women. But I did not know about the creators, um, the, the two co-creators of Barbie. Oh, my God. The guy was a sex pest, a alcoholic, a drug addiction person, a gambler. Oh, my God. And then, what is it, the woman, she got she got done for um, embezzling, what is it, like embezzling in, like, false stock stock exchange reports and like, reports on their stock and their, on their sales and stuff like that. She would literally get it made by Mattel, right? Yeah, they own Hot Wheels. For those who don't know, but they own Hot Wheels, right? And she, she basically she basically lied and said, "Oh, there's this order for Hot Wheels toys from which company? Do- doesn't matter. There's an order. Fill up a Just... truck with Hot Wheels and go." <laughs> and literally, she would send it to a depot yard, keep it there for a day or so, and then send it back. Yep. <laughs> And she was the founder of Mattel. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. It really is uh, amazing. Yeah. Have you heard that like the four more episodes are coming out for for it um later um later on? 
I kind of want to see the Transformers episode because I know that's in the works. That's been hyped got, up for quite a while now. What is it? They've got Transformers. Hello Kitty is another one, apparently, they're doing. Um, they're also doing one on Lego. And I think they're doing one on Battlestar Galacta toys. Oh, God, that would be an interesting one because I actually I forgot. Well, they, was, I forgot that was a huge deal back in the day. Well, again, they're going to have that interest because they did hint it at Battlestar Galactica heavily in the Star Wars one with the whole is- issue about shooting, was it the plastic bullets into little kids' mouths <laughs> oh, and they yeah. get trapped in their throats and choke on them. <laughs> That's why we have warning labels now. <laughs> yeah, warning, maybe a choking hazard. <laughs> we are not kidding. Go and watch it. It's a really good, a really good documentary series on Netflix, Am The I- Toys That Made Us. And I'm just looking forward to it. I know it's like a part series, and I'm just kind of wondering, are they going to do Thundercats? Because I'm interested in Thundercats, though. It's funny you mention that. They got, they're very active on their Facebook and Twitter pages, and people have asked them. And I've read through their comments. Apparently, they want to do Thundercat and Ghostbusters toys. Because Thundercats has an interesting history that I think no one yeah. ever touches on. And I mean, if they do, yeah, go on. Because I, I want to know, because they go behind the scenes about the origins of these characters and the origins of, of the toy line in general and how it's sold and and yada, yada, yada. And I like the fact that... I, I What I love about the He-Man episode as well is like it ends on the fact that it pretty much admits that, yeah, He-Man is a dead brand and the only people that care about it, the only people we can sell it to are adults who grew up watching the show. Yeah. They that's pretty the much they they pretty much admit that, and that's why the only He-Man toys you can get now are Masters of the Universe Classics figures, and they're expensive. <laughs> they're like fifty to forty bucks each. Yep. So you know, I hope you like uh, paying money for collector uh, collection. Uh, uh, <laughs> He-Man, we're going to have the power of money. <laughs> And that's the thing, it's like, the problem is, like, they're not available in anyone or anywhere else except the internet. And that's what pisses me off. It's like, you have this entire line, and you're telling me you can't, you couldn't have made a deal with any toy store to carry it? Are you shitting me? But no. They had an entire toy line that only exists as an internet exclusive, and it's just, what the fuck? Yep. But anyway, let's get back to our last news story for 2017, the big one, the one you all want you want us to talk about. Star Wars the Last Jedi being the most polarizing Star Wars movie of all time. Where to begin with this one? <laughs> Full disclosure, I did not see it. I'm not going to see it in theaters. So if you want my opinion on it, wait until April when it comes out on DVD. <laughs> I mean, I I've seen it. Um, I know what what it's like. I know it's got some really stupid stuff in it. Um, was it was it good or bad? Yes and no. Are the porgs as shoved down your throat as trying to sell toys as much as possible? Yeah. Was um, were there really dumb stupid moments in it? Yeah. I just have to sum it up in two um, one word. No, no, two words. The casino scene. If you've seen the film, you you know what I'm talking about. 
Oh, you mean an entire subplot that goes nowhere except just to give Finn something to do? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It, oh my god, it, it's one of those films that it has some really good moments in it, but then there, there's points in it as well which I watch it and I'm just like, why does this need to be a thing? Padding, padding. We gotta pad it to two hours. <laughs> oh, did you like Snoke? Because you're not gonna see him again. <laughs> oh, God, Snoke. One of the most copy-paste characters I've ever seen. He essentially is the Emperor. They borrow a lot of stuff from the Emperor, and they don't give him any backstory... And he gets, spoiler, killed off. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's just like, you remember that Futurama episode where they go underwater and and they're like, okay, how did the lost city of Atlanta um, sink down? I have lots of questions, and then and then Bender like lights up a cigar in, in underwater, and Hermes is like, "That just raises more questions." <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much this entire movie. And the annoying thing that really annoys me about this film, they left it at a point. It's like, where do you go from here? Like, I I, I know they left it at a point where it's like, "Oh, we can do a new trilogy, we can do spinoffs, we can do this, that, this, that," and I'm like. You kind of ended this this trilogy on the second film. And Captain Fassman, oh my god, she is the new Boba Fett. <laughs> I, I, I said this from day one when I saw her. Wait, they shoved her in a garbage chute. She is the new Boba Fett. And people were like, no, no, they're getting even more stuff in the film. No, they cut down a fight scene in, in, this, in The Last Jedi. She's literally Boba Fett. Well, I hope you like her design, because that's what, that's what she's good for, to sell your fucking toys. Exactly. Again, Ned, you just made my point. I'm a threat. <laughs> As a cause aside, does jack shit. <laughs> At least she had a cool cape. <laughs> cape was cool. <laughs> I'm a threat had, had, had a cool cape, but then they got rid of it in the, in the third film. God, I, I just... I mean, I mean, let's just be honest. I think the thing I didn't mention when I talked about Force Awakens was the thing that really bugged me the most about it, and I think you'll agree with me, is that it's not so much a sequel of Star Wars or a continuation as it is a soft reboot of the series. I mean, let's be fucking honest. It's a soft reboot as a soft reboot can get. And for those that don't know, a soft reboot is basically... It doesn't, uh, it, it pretty much says, okay, all the stuff that you know did still happen, but we're just gonna, add, but we're just gonna take the focus from the characters you love and, and focus on these new characters, and we're just gonna change the rules just because. And that's what, that's what Disney's doing now. They're basically saying, they're basically saying, okay, we own Star Wars now, we get to make our own rules, and if you don't like it, you get to go eat shit. Who cares? As long as it makes money, then we're happy. And uh, the, yeah. the fan reaction to this movie has not been positive. It's one of those weird things that they could, this has happened with the Star Wars film before, was that critics really well reviewed it, and then when it came to the fan, the fans and the public reception, they don't rate it highly. Have you noticed that? 
And I love the fact that there are so many of the media is like on on damage control saying, no, 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 the movie's still good. Uh, it's just a few vocal minority that don't like it. Go, um, go, go to IMDb. Go to fucking IMDb and try to find a 10-star review. You'll you'll sit through so many three to, to one star reviews before you get to a ten star review. I guarantee you. Cause people just fucking hate this movie. And people did lose their shit. Literally. <laughs> Over there. And it's not and you can try to spin it up as a political agenda all you want, but we know that people didn't like it because they were disappointed. The people that didn't like it basically have one complaint, and that is, okay, Force Awakens set up a new trilogy, but we felt this movie basically was the final movie in the trilogy. And it's only the second movie. And we got Solo next year. That's going to be the biggest bomb of 2018. In In terms of Star Wars, anyway. It literally, oh, I I don't know, man. I'm um, I'm just not. Again, I'm I'm. This is a stupid thing. I've never been a huge Star Wars fan. I've never have been. I've never really been hugely invested in the franchise. And with these new films coming out, I'm like, like I'm I, I'm I'm enjoying them, but it's, I'm enjoying aspects of them. But I'm not like it, it's falling into the same trap as the Marvel. Cinem- uh, um, the Marvel films falling in, but I think it's happening quick, quicker to Star Wars because it's not different films; it's always a Star Wars film. You know, I mean, say what you will about Marvel. I mean, I'm not a big fan of those movies, but at least those movies aren't scared to experiment here and there, and and that I think saves them, and that and I think that gives them the edge that other franchises don't have. Is like. They can't experiment when they want to. It, I just don't think they do it often. But when no. they do, it's it's really decent to good. Like I said, Guardians of the Galaxy, I went into that movie with really low expectations. I had no expectations for that movie whatsoever, but it was like really good. I ended up liking it, and I think that's the that's my favorite Marvel uh, movie. Because yeah, it was it was a it was a fun movie. It was a fun dumb B movie, and that's what I wanted out of a out of a out of a summer blockbuster. It's just a dumb, stupid movie, and I got that. But with Star Wars, it's like, what are you trying to do? I understand you're trying to to introduce the the saga to a new generation of kids, but I don't think kids are gonna enjoy this. This is like these movies are too boring for kids. And they're too dumb for adults. So who's the target demo for this? Yeah, I have that feeling when when I, when I watch them. I'm like, okay, like there's stuff in Force Awakens. I look at, I'm like, okay, I can see bits in that that kids can enjoy, you know. Um, in Rogue One, I don't think kids will enjoy it as much. But oh, I think Rogue that's... One is a boring fucking movie. I'm sorry. The only thing with Rogue One is that I think that's that that's a film that aimed more at the hardcore fan base of Star Wars and for the older demographic. The the only bit I would say that is really really good in that film is probably the final act when they go off to actually get the plans. That's where all the interesting stuff happens. But you have to sit through so much garbage to get to it. Yes, I know. That's the, that's the big problem. 
<laughs> the big, big problem. Because I, because I, because I tried watching it and I just fell asleep. Because I'm like, yeah. is anything going to fucking happen in this movie? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> and I think, because because I said this before, I'm like, when I went to Force Awakens, I wanted to like it. I really did, because I'm like, you know what? I'm, you know, maybe this movie will make me uh, care about Star Wars as a brand, because I used to before. Because I used to be huge into Star Wars, but now it's like, I just feel like, with all the with all the spin-offs and all the movies and all this other shit, I just feel like it's nothing. And the fact that I can still go to a toy store and find Force Awakens stuff and Rogue One stuff still cluttering the shelves just goes to show me that people are just sick and tired of Star Wars. I will say it's not as bad, I would say, as Phantom Menace bad in that case, but... Oh, it's, um... It's history repeating itself, and Disney needs to really look back and and think about what they're doing, because Star Wars should not be a brand, should not be a toy brand that sits on shelves. It should not. No. It's the... Again, we just mentioned the documentary. Go and watch the toys that made us and watch the Star Wars episode. That will pretty much sum up everything you need to know about, about the Star Wars toy toy licensing and brand. And I think the problem is, like, they didn't touch upon, you know, the fact that the, the Force Awakens and all these other toys aren't selling as well because Disney did not learn from the, from the mistakes because they oversaturated the market. They they basically did what Phantom Menace, what, what the Phantom Menace did. Where they released the toys first and hoped that they would make make money off them before the movie came out. Because as you remember, Force Awakens uh, toys hit shelves way before the movie came out. Yeah, almost like six months beforehand. Same thing with The Last Jedi and same thing with Rogue One. And because of that, the market got oversaturated. People didn't buy those toys and they just didn't care. And now they're just stuck there in shelves waiting to be sold but no one's buying them no one's yep. buying them and it's the just sad, it's sad just truth. it's become a dead brand and 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 one last topic i want to talk about before before i i leave and this is like one thing i really want to talk about this is really important i i don't i i i think it's a scary thought that disney bought fox bought their entertainment properties because I I'm worried about the future of entertainment now because I do not want to live in a world where everything has to go through a fucking Disney filter. I don't. Right. I'm not again, I think what is it when it comes to Disney buying Fox, um, I think this is my personal opinion on it. They only own their entertainment side of things. Like, Fox is still going to be a channel. It's still going to be a news broadcaster. It's still going to have its own cable company, blah, 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 and all that sort of stuff. Like, it's still going to have all that side. The company, I mean, I think for a corporate buyout, this is the only one I want to see. If Disney goes out and buys Sony after this, then you should start panicking. Oh, you mean they haven't already? Because Sony's on no. its fucking deathbed. Yeah, I know, but at the same time, if they buy them, then you should start panicking. I, That's just I, I'm just, opinion, I'm just worried because Fox is a bigger name than Sony. 
Oh yeah, I, I, I totally understand that. But I, but apparently, the, okay, I, I, I've been following the reports for this for quite a while before it, it's, it was rumors and stuff like that. Originally, what happened was I think Disney approached Fox on a deal, right? They Fox turned them down straight away. Rumor got out that Disney approached them to buy them, right? Just from the name alone that Disney were going to buy Fox, Fox's shares went up by 10% just because the rumor got out that there might be a buyout. They saw that and like, holy shit, our shares went up by 10%. So what can we do to get more shares to make our stock go up, right? Apparently for a long time, Fox wanted to expand their media global empire. For those who are wondering what I mean by media global empire, they want to expand their television broadcasting network section. So like Fox News, Sky News, all that sort of stuff. They want to expand to be the largest news outlet in the world. So what they've done, which I would say, um, you can argue it's a massive loss to them, whatever, but if they essentially become a news broadcasting company, they essentially got the money they need to do it and be the biggest one in the world now. And that's kind of what worries me as well. That's a scary thought there. I'm more worried about that. That's another thing I'm, I'm worried about as well. It's like, because now M- M- Murdoch ha- cannot even pretend like he's running any, any entertainment company because he sold all the entertainment assets to, Z- to Disney. I mean, they still got the Fox channel and stuff like that. That's still going to be happening. The only difference is now is to basically... They have to share the profits for their shows with Disney. <laughs> yeah, essentially, yeah. Because, like, when you look at the buyout, what did Disney get from it? The two, was it? The two biggest ones, arguably. The one, one of the biggest ones was the Marvel stuff. They got the Fantastic Four. They got the X-Men back. That is huge for them. The other one is Disney finally now have the, the original Star Wars and the prequel distributing rights. That is huge within itself. I mean, they got what they wanted out of that. I mean, that's that's the only reason they wanted the deal to begin with. Well, exactly. They could they could finally really start the Star Wars Christmas special. <laughs> and, I want to see them do that. Fuck the non edited non edited trilogy. I just want the Christmas special. Fuck everything else. Give me and, Christmas special. <laughs> and 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 all I'm gonna say that high definition riff that high different. That high definition copy does exist, only because they showed a clip of it in in 4K on the toys that made us. So it is out there. They no, do I, have I a think high definition. They, I think they only re- they only released the animated section in, in high definition. You sure? Yeah, they did. I did not know that. Yeah, because you know Boba Fett. That's that was his first appearance, and they're like, yeah, okay. You can have this. <laughs> well, it's important to the yeah. character, so... So, what was it? Outside of Star Wars, they also pick up the alien rights. I mean, well, that's, okay. a, that's a dead franchise. That's not going anywhere. They got the rights to The Simpsons. 
another dead franchise that's going nowhere. Well, the thing, the thing is, it's brand recognition. And keep in mind, they they got a Netflix-style video-on-demand service coming up. It's kind of weird because Fox like owns shares of Hulu that Disney now owns. So I'm kind of wondering why oh. why why even start your own why why even start your own streaming service? Just 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 uh, port everything over to Hulu. I guarantee you they're going to rebrand Hulu. I think that's going to be their official streaming service because why bother? Um, yeah. Why bother creating something new when you can just like rebrand something that already exists? I guarantee you that was going to happen. Give it, give it a couple of years. That what that was going to happen. Give it a couple of years. It will happen. Um, uh, probably, probably around the time the Netflix uh, contracts yeah. expire, we'll we'll see that happen. Yeah, because because um, there were already reports that all the Fox shows are going to be moving to Hulu anyway. So, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember what what other French. Oh yeah, um, X Files. Well, they picked up the rights of that. Uh, Again, they don't want to do their own television network branding stuff. They've got enough shows to do it now. I know, and they can. And 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 the scary thing is, they can bring back any other shows Fox canceled by popular demand. Oh God, we, we're going to have another fucking Fire Firefly debate, aren't we? No, not Firefly, asshole, King of the Hill. <laughs> God damn it, <laughs> Bobby, get my propane. That's what, you don't have propane body? God damn it, Bobby. Because <laughs> there were talks. There were, like, talks about Fox wanting to bring back King of the Hill for a while now, and I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> I will give this credit this. When they do acquire a franchise, and if they think that it can make money, they will bring it back. I will give the Disney credit that. And they, own they will give properties a... a a second chance. And the funny thing is, they own Blue Sky Studios, so all the Blue Sky Studios animated movies are now Disney movies. Oh, great. We're going to have the annoying fucking minions everywhere. No, that no, was, no that's, that's Illumination. That's, that's Illumination. illumination. Uh, Ice Age is now a Disney movie. <laughs> the, I, I, <laughs> the Ice Age series is now a Disney property. <laughs> oh, God. And keep in mind, the Alien Queen is now a Disney princess. Uh, what else? So well, the Predators is also they own Predator uh, as well. Oh, good. Yeah, yep, they own those as well. Um, I'm trying to think what other property 20th Century Fox have got. Oh, god, they they got a huge back catalog of foot stuff now. Like, um, what is it? I think they got Mash as well out of the deal. Oh, that's a that's a rights nightmare right there. Well, apparently they, yeah, that's going to be a nightmare. But still, at the same time, I think they own the distributing rights for it now, so they can distribute it anywhere they want. Oh God, and I think this is going to be the funny one out the whole case. But I, again, I think it will quickly be resolved. Um, Fox owns the TV rights for Batman. Oh God! <laughs> so. I don't think it's going to be a huge problem. I can imagine Warner Brothers and DC have got a contingency in place for this. Hope God they do. Just cancel. For... Just just kill fucking Gotham. Kill fucking Gotham, and I'm gonna buy the fucking '60s Batman on Blu-ray quick before it goes out of print. <laughs> yeah, it's 
Do you own the B? Well, I've already owned the Blu-ray copy of that anyway, so I'm I'm good. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what I mean. I guarantee you, Batman is going to appear on the CW. Give it a few years, it will appear on the CW. Well, good because I think it would be, it will belong much. Uh, they're probably just gonna. I have a bad feeling they're just going to move fucking Gotham to the CW. Oh, that show should die. That show is awful. I think it will die. Because I guarantee them they want it to tie into their own little continuity. They will They will kill it off. Because I just... Uh, the show is just refuses to fucking die. It's funny. It's one of those shows that people were like, oh yeah, I enjoyed the first season. We know it's shit. And now it's gotten to the point where people were like, yeah, you remember that previous statement I made about the show? Yeah, I just don't. We just don't like it anymore. Okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm just worried about Legion season two now. Is there, are they going to continue that or what? No, all the Fox property will be cancelled. I guarantee you that all of them are going to get cancelled. All of them are going to get rebooted. Like I, I mean, anything that has already been filmed that's in post production is going to come out still. So we're still going to get, we're still going to get New Mutants. We're still going to get uh, Deadpool. Um, but that that X Men film Phoenix Saga, the, the one that based on the Phoenix Saga, that might get cancelled. We no, don't know they, yet. They, they finished the filming for that, so they're just waiting. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're still gonna get that because they wrapped because they wrapped up Deadpool two and Phoenix Saga, so you'll you'll get those. Unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> anything that's in post production, that's pretty much done filming. You, you're gonna get still. Then once those films are out, they are done. Once they're out, they've been done. Then they're going to start having them appearing and stuff. Again, guarantee you in part two, Infinity Gauntlet or whatever they're going to call it for the Marvel film, you are going to get an Easter egg for the Fantastic Four. You're going to get Easter egg for the X-Men somewhere in part two. Or maybe because they're doing reshoots for the first part already, they might they might throw in a Fantastic Four X Men reference in the first part, and in the second part they throw in a Fantastic Four reference. It's kind like of fun. Might... it's it's so funny now because remember when they tried pushing the Inhumans as, as the MCU's version of the X Men, and that show flopped, and now they're like, ah, shit, get us the X Men back. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like, it's like one of those things. I can imagine. Was it um, the CEO of Disney, Michael Eisner? I think his uh, name is Bob, Bob Iger, not not Michael. Bob Iger. Iger, my my bad, uh, Bob Iger. I guarantee you, he had a meeting with Kevin Feige, and he basically said to him, "What do we need to go forward after Infinity War? What do we need?" And I can imagine Kevin Feige just said, "We're going to need the Fantastic Four and the X Men." I guarantee you, that was one of the decision making for buying out Fox, because. Let's face it, it would have been more cost-effective to buy out the whole fucking company than just trying to get those two rights back. I know, and I think and I think they also need, because Feige said that Avengers, uh, after Infinity uh, War, was it the second uh, part two of Infinity War that the entire... Uh- the entire Marvel MCU is going to suffer a soft reboot because, you know, contracts yeah. are going to ex- expire and we need new blood and all that other shit. Pretty much, yeah. And I think that's going to happen. And again, I, I think they, if you've seen the 
the leak shots of behind the scenes footage and stuff like that they're already they're already revealed in the leak in the leak photos behind the scenes that there there is going to be elements of time travel in this infinity war film so i can imagine some retcons going to be happening at some point oh god now you mentioned time travel i can already see the big twist now well again the time travel sequences they show off is from the first avengers film I can already see the big twist coming. You know him. Love- you know him. You know that cunt's <laughs> gonna be in it. <laughs> Do you want to say it? Kang. <laughs> the Avengers villain that no one's likes ever. And no, no, I mean, he team- was he was pretty badass in Earth's Mightiest Heroes. I'll give him that. I know, but at the same time, it's like every single fucking time they want to do a time travel story in Marvel, they always go to fucking Kang. They never go to anyone else. And he's, he's one of the characters like, fuck, we wrote ourselves into a continuity problem. What the fuck are we going to do, do now? Okay, we're going to write a story that involves Kang when he fucked up the timeline and the heroes need, need to recorrect it in some sort of way or fashion and they have to beat Kang. So probably someone dies in them, but it's like, oh, it's okay, we'll just go back in time and just, oh, fuck time travel. So that means Asgard, all the shit that happened to Asgard will not, will, you know, get fixed by by time travel. Fuck you! <laughs> all the stupid stuff, um, what is it? Um, well, at least it's not as stupid as um, them trying to bring back the Ultimate Universe. Oh, wait, they are. Are they? Yeah, seriously, they're bringing back the Ultimate Universe, apparently. Why? I don't know, because um, um, Bendis is finally fucking leaving and they can give it to someone else. Why? <laughs> I don't know. It's, 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 it's like, oh, shit, we're going to have a bunch of new readers coming in because we're going to be doing the X-Men and Fantastic Four film. Right, right, shit, shit, shit. We're not ready to have them in the main universe. Fuck. Ultimate Universe, reboot. I mean, they're already getting a terrible-looking Spider-Man animated movie with Miles Morales. That that looks awful. That looks all right. That looks all right. I I, I get that go, but at the same time, I don't think it's going to, yeah. It looks like stop motion, and I know it's not stop motion. I think that was the idea. (laughs) Just lower the frame rate down to save money. Who cares if it looks like stop motion? (laughs) I do. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Good times. <laughs> Good times ahead of us next year. Oh, I mean, boy. I cannot wait for Charlie Brooker's review of the year. <laughs> it's going to be immense, and it's going to be fantastic, as per usual. It's kind of weird that, like, how they waited, like, towards the end of the year to release Black Mirror Season 4. I think that's kind of... <laughs> is that a sign of how shit this year is? Is that is, Are you trying to tell me something, or what? <laughs> Oh, Black Mirror this year, the episodes that look good, the, the episodes for, for this season coming out for Black Mirror look fucking amazing. I don't know, maybe Netflix are having a, a slow year, I don't know. <laughs> maybe they didn't want to rush all the good stuff out all at once. Maybe, maybe they want to spread them apart. Who knows? Who cares? Because they release shit at the end of the year because you know your fucking subscription's going to run out next month, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Anyway, with that being said, hope you enjoyed our uh, year in review or whatever the fuck, and we hope that uh, we entertain you uh, for next year as well. So yeah, come back and come back and listen. We need money. (laughs) 
We're gonna open up a Patreon. We're gonna open up a Discord server. We're gonna do all that shit. <laughs> yep, and then basically we're gonna be making empty promises. We're gonna do a Kickstarter, an Indiegogo campaign, and basically buy all the stuff beforehand, and then saying that we actually need the money to buy it because we don't we don't have the money. But seriously, we already do. So wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We actually need more money. <laughs> Give us your money, please. <laughs> Oh, God, that's never going to get old. <laughs> money, 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 money. There come the money. And we're out. We're out. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Bye.